Hey everybody, welcome back, <laughs> finally, to We're Gonna Make You Watch. Uh, I am Brian, uh, with me as always is Isaiah and Warren. How you guys doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Uh, I'm not sleeping for six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it, we took a... we. Uh, for full full transparency, we literally took a year break between and forgot how to talk <laughs> between episodes. And forgot how to podcast. We don't yeah. remember how to do any of that. Life got aggressively uh, busy. <laughs> That's for sure. And uh, this just had to go on the back burner for a while. But a year later, we're back. So a year later and a little grayer. Grayer, little grayer. Uh, my hair's much longer. Uh, I uh, <laughs> Warren look exactly the same. He aged really much. good though for this year. <laughs> yeah, man. And Isaiah are, are, have gray hair. I have long hair. I have a beard now. I, I Isaiah, you always kind of had a beard, don't you? Yeah, gorgeous yep. bearded bastard. Um, but uh, <laughs> Warren has a beard, but Warren always has a beard. I couldn't grow a beard. It took me into my mid forties <laughs> to finally be able to grow a beard. Yeah. Um, and uh, p- taking pills. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. Um, but we are back, and we just made Warren watch a Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, and uh, it it did go some ways. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, what are your first impressions of the movie, Warren? What did, what gross. Did you it was freaking gross. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's fair. That is, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It wasn't scary at all in this last... My, yeah. the, the fear that I had was, what gross thing are they going to do next? That's, that's, <laughs> that's the real horror. See, that's the psychology behind it. They trick you. They think it's Freddy. Freddy's not the villain in this field. Whoever was doing the stage stuff and the props and all that, they're the real criminals here, okay? Because that stuff was gross. Absolutely oh, gross. Yeah. They, they, really, they really did a good job on that. Just stuff. like the bed gag at the end of the film. That yeah. one was pretty good. That guy, he, he, okay, yeah, that is exactly how I kind of thought you were going to react with poor, uh, <laughs> When poor Johnny Depp got uh got pulled into the bed, um, yeah, this is, this and then he ejected from it as well. Jesus well, Christ! Yeah, yeah. Um, with the water hose, twenty-one thousand gallons of Glenn's blood. Um, yeah, that's a that's a <laughs> absurd amount of blood. Uh, in that, it was in ridiculous. That I was like, okay, now he's just. Just pulling blood from somebody else too. Like Glenn did not have that much. <laughs> Glenn was not that big. Like that almost uh, that gag almost caused a, a a couple of deaths on set. Yeah, <laughs> when that happened because that was um that was one of the last a rotating things they filmed. room. Yeah, if memory serves me correctly, that's one of the last things they filmed in the movie. Yep. And um, they uh, they utilized uh, the the same room where they used to have uh, Tina's death mm-hmm. filmed, but they, it wasn't if memory serves me correctly. When they dumped the blood in, like they just said, "Let's just fucking go." And Pretty they much, just dumped, like literally every bit of blood they had left. Yep. Into, so into this thing, and, I actually and it watched just, the yeah. first part of uh, Never Sleep Again before we watched this. Oh, okay. And they were talking about that whole gag. And basically, as they were dumping the blood in the um, the light fixture that was on the ceiling, which was now on the ground because it was upside down, the blood got into that and electrified it. So the yeah. dude that was dumping the blood in got shocked right, pretty bad. Yeah. But then, because of the amount of blood, because it was so heavy, the room started going nuts and then just started flipping around. 
Yeah, it was not. And good. so it was. It was. It was. It was a. It was bad. I'm luckily nobody really got too terribly hurt. But yeah, there were definitely been a lot hurt. worse. Yeah. Yeah, there were definitely people hurt, and uh, but the the and the, I guess if there is a saving grace, um, they 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 got it, they got it on film. <laughs> yeah. so, because if they wouldn't have, it they would have been like, well, fuck. Because <laughs> remember, I I, I, I want to say that the budget for this movie was pretty much just tapped at this point because it, it was because with Bob, everything that Bob Shea put in, I mean, basically putting his whole life on the line pretty much to get it made and, uh, because new line was such a small company at the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. We said it, um, at, when we started watching the movie, I'm sure Warren heard, heard me say the house that Freddie built because when mm-hmm. the new line pops up and this literally is the house that Freddie built new line is only the entity that it is because of the success of this movie in this franchise. Yep. Um, they uh, yeah they didn't have hardly shit. In fact, um, they're well, really just well, doing distribution up until that point. I mean, they, much, they made a couple yeah, movies, yeah, but mostly distribution for yeah. like because uh, they did like Reefer Madness because they got the rights to that right. and plus some other things. They're going to like colleges and things like that to sh- you know show these movies and whatnot. Um, so yeah, they were just strictly doing distribution. Just and they ha- only had like a handful of employees at yeah. at that point. So this really. It I mean, put, look where they are now because i mean they were a lot for a lot yeah. of careers i mean um because before this yeah wes had made um some films he'd made uh and he made some good ones uh last mm. house on the left is is considered a classic yep. um the hills have eyes is is nearly considered a classic and i think it's one of his best movies yep. um and you know <laughs> deadly blessing is probably not a classic <laughs> um <laughs> it's not very good but uh, and I'm pretty sure that that he did do that before Nightmare. Um, I think so, yeah. But th- when he was when he'd written this movie, um, and since we're obviously since we're talking about the movie, we'll throw some let's throw some stuff out there real quick for you guys that don't know. Nightmare on Elm Street was written and directed by Wes Craven. Chances are you know that if you're listening to this podcast. But uh, yep. it came out in 1984. It was a huge success, making 57 million dollars on a one million dollar budget. Yeah, uh, that's that's some Blumhouse fucking <laughs> success oh, yeah. right there, um, which is that's a good thing. Uh, and it it put uh, Wes Craven on the on the horror map, um, and it, uh, it it well it jump started uh, the career of Johnny Depp, who was mm-hmm. probably eight years old when he was in this movie. <laughs> he was very <laughs> so young. He's so incredibly young. And he the only reason he was even cast in the movie was because Wes Craven's uh I believe his daughter said you need to cast him. You need He's to dreamy basically. Yeah, I think she said he was beautiful. Something uh, like that. Said, yeah. yeah, she told her dad that he's beautiful. And that's why Johnny Depp got the role of Glenn who does not look like a jock. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he looks like he um debate team maybe <laughs> right or band Just kid or something like that it looks like yeah. um what's his name from stranger things um oh, which steve one? steve oh, yeah God. yeah he does look like steve shit yeah that's fantastic um so yeah uh very very young johnny Depp. it's is mm-hmm. it's his first film credit if memory serves me correctly i believe it's his yeah. first film credit so i think it actually way to go johnny yeah he, he do some things um yeah uh, a little bit a, a little bit so uh 57 million dollars later uh Nightmare on Elm Street is uh 
one of the greatest horror films ever made. Uh, pro- yeah. uh, quite possibly the great one of the greatest sl- slasher films. It's in my top three, probably. Yeah, it's um, it's it's my top one. Um, that's I mean, fair. It was, the, it was it was the movie that introduced me to horror. So, I mean, I was yeah. five years old watching this movie um, without my parents knowing, and you know, <laughs> shutting it off halfway through because I was scared to death and having nightmares for two weeks afterwards. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, it's what got me into horror. It's 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 always been my number one. I, and also, I mean, it came out the the year I was born. So yeah, that was another connection to it i remember because so. this movie came out when i was seven and i remember mm. uh i lived in uh in st louis at the time scott air force base illinois so east of st louis i remember seeing a, tra- a trailer for it on tv mm-hmm. and uh and thinking oh my god that looks so cool but you know I'm yeah because I've, I've always been a horror kid always and i remember thinking it looks so cool and I, I probably saw it finally when i was maybe 10 and uh yeah i've been in love with uh these movies ever since then so uh and there's been a plenty of sequels that i don't yep. have you even seen any of the sequels warren um no oh my god so there's a lot i would also there. like to preface since we were sharing that this movie came out when i wasn't alive <laughs> <laughs> so that's my memory that's your memories of it yeah, yeah uh so. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is a, this is but a I will put it in my top three of slashers as it is the only one. You've seen the 2018 Halloween. Um, so the, it, it, it's probably better than now. <laughs> it's probably, yeah, but it's still, nothing against that. Like, that like, I don't, yeah, I'm not putting it on the caliber of this. This one took the cake. Set, oh, set, yeah. a, whole, set a whole new standard for me. The, this is a, there's a reason this is considered a classic. John yeah. Saxon is so good. John Saxon is so good in this movie uh, yep. from Black Christmas and uh, other wonderful. It really just films. feels like it's the same character, just different name. Yeah, you know? kind of. Honestly. Well, he's just such a good cop. Like he just mm-hmm. plays a great cop, man. I mean, yep. he's got that look. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, John Saxon's wonderful in it. Now, <laughs> we uh, we did a lot of poking fun at her in the movie when we were watching it. Her Nancy's mother, um, <laughs> Ronnie Blakely. <laughs> okay, this movie is, is it, it's it's a te- it's this is how good this movie is. Her acting is fucking awful in this. Okay, mm-hmm. Ronnie Blakely's fucking terrible in this movie. And what amazes me about it is the fact that she's as terrible as she is. Is we're talking this is an Academy Award nominated actor. Okay. She was nominated in 1976 for a Best Supporting Actor role. And this is <laughs> eight years later. It looks like she forgot everything about acting because she's fucking awful in this movie. I don't care who hears it. She's terrible. She's so bad. It's awesome to watch. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder what she's gonna do next. Like when she says, "I've got something better. I'm gonna get her help." I am so unconvinced. <laughs> <laughs> and John no, I'm, I'm, just kind of has that little nod afterwards. 
Yeah, I mean, I was I was all in at that point. I said, "Oh yeah, let's get it." Now the real movie starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the let's get her help music should have kicked in. That should have been the music that Nancy was assembling all of her booby traps to. That should have kicked in right there. No, they should have kicked in a song that literally they just going to get some help. Like some Saturday morning cartoon song or something. Going to get some help. Oh my gosh. H-E-L-P, helping my daughter. (laughs) Trying to stop her from getting slaughtered. Help. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Good stuff, man. So, so, uh, you know, that what your initial thoughts were, were that you thought it was gross. Yes. Um, Did you enjoy the movie? It was gross. <laughs> um, no, like I mean, outside of that, no, it was it was cool. I was, I mean, I was in the movie. It it kept my attention. It wasn't like, oh my god, why am I watching this? Uh, Didn't drag on, yeah. No, yeah, like it, like it kept you going pretty good, and it. I don't know. It didn't try to be too much with the twist and turns of like, which kid is he going to get next? Like, it just was like, hey, these kids right here. That's that's what we're working with, you know. And then you don't have to remember fifty names because yep. they killed killed a couple of them off pretty quickly. You know, he was like, okay, really, we're focusing on this right here. So that kept it pretty pretty simple, and allowed mm-hmm. you know allowed it to just kind of flow as a film. And it wasn't a whole lot of jump scare stuff, which was kind of surprising because that's what I'm used to when I see gotcha. horror films, like a lot of ridiculous constant. Walking really slow with like no sound happening, and then bam! And it was like, no, he's just gonna be a really, really weird guy trying to kill some kids. Here you go, mm-hmm. have fun. And so it was like, you know, Tina was probably my favorite character in the entire film, just because okay. he died in the first twenty seconds. <laughs> so I was like, yes, ma'am, that's who I'm going with. But uh. Uh, my favorite acting moment in the movie was when Tina got killed yeah. <laughs> because she was on the roof like, oh my and then he's just like, Tina. Oh, right. Tina! Yeah, he's just kind of reaching. Is it done yet? No. Okay. Tina. <laughs> and I just imagine the director going, okay, give me one more, but frightened. Tina. That was great. That was great. Now let's give us one more, but helpless. Tina. Just, just, that was it. But but no, I thought the movie was cool. I thought it was great. Um yeah. and it was uh I'm interested to see the progression as they go because I would assume they, you know, they got a little more creative as the years went on uh, with how they how they did it. Yeah, that's that's putting it mildly. It, yeah. It gets kind of crazy. Yeah, well, I, uh, I assume that that's yeah. the thing is like back in you know it's 1984, right? So yep. you can only do so much, but then it's like like the VFX where he goes through the gate, and I was like, oh yeah, baby, that's what we're talking oh. about, <laughs> CGI, baby, for the win. That was impressive right for back then, yeah. And yeah. It, 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 actually, some of this, it, it, honestly, all their effects, effects in, really in this hold movie up. were, you know, even even by today's standards. A, a lot of them still hold up. Yeah. And the the one thing that I really liked with this movie is that, you know, they shot over a course of like 26 days. Um, the movie's about 90 minutes long and uh, they had 
about 80 effect shots that they did for this movie. Oh, so wow. Within that 26 days, they were managed to get 80 sh- effect shots for this 90 minute movie. So, I mean, it's, it's just massive the amount of special effect shots that, that they had in the movie. I'm impressed they made the film in 26 days. Holy cow. That is impressive, actually. Yeah. Wow. That, uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't realize there were that many, that many effects. I guess when you think about mm-hmm. it, yeah, there's a lot, there's a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, we still need to figure, we, we still need to figure out the next movie. We haven't even figured that out yet. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, this is going back to last year when we've recorded the first episode. I, I, I did like the one that you had pitched before I pitched Nightmare on Elm Street. Bro, I don't even remember what that was. What was it? Well, um, we got a game coming out here soon that is based off of it. Oh, Texas Chainsaw. Oh, Texas yeah. Chainsaw yeah, Chainsaw. That's a great one. Yeah. That's, let's just do that. Let's go with that. Yeah, let's keep doing yeah. these. The ones you guys are suggesting are fantastic. They're not okay. scary at all. I like it. See, and that's <laughs> well, and we should stay I, and we should stay in this realm <laughs> for the entirety <laughs> of this podcast's uh lifespan. It's it's mind. interesting because we are uh we are showing him some classics. Yep. And um because we obviously we started off with uh with a with a fucking Academy Award nominated film. Yep. Uh and then we moved on to quite possibly one of the greatest slashers ever made. Yep. And now we're going to move on to a movie that helped birth the, uh, the, uh, um, the genre. And, uh, Oh, wow. That's uh, I yeah, that say, is good. I will say to be fair, I know that a lot of these films were probably terrifying. If you're less than 10 years old, watching it, like most of you guys were experiencing that- it for the first time. I think that a lot of it is um, you've seen while you haven't seen a lot of horror films. You, in fact, you haven't seen most of them. It, there's a generational thing. Yeah. Um, so while you've while you haven't seen horror films, you've seen other things that are scary. You know. Yes, I have. And uh, yes, so, I have. So it is interesting getting uh, your perspective because it's different than what my perspective would have been, or even Isaiah's perspective mm-hmm. would have been back then. And uh, so I, I love that. I love that you, you watch this and you're just like, well, it wasn't really scary. It was gross, you know? And, uh, and then, and, and shit like that. So yeah, when we, when we make you watch Texas chainsaw for the next episode, I'll just have a you're, you're not going to think right. it's funny or you're, you're, excuse me. You're probably not going to think it's scary. You're probably going to laugh a lot. <laughs> And I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. But there's going to be, there's like a lot of things that Chainsaw did for the genre in a uh, technical s- stance that, that, uh, that hold true today. Um, like their use of the, like Toby's use of camera work in that film is fucking phenomenal. Uh, the use of sound editing in that film is absolutely phenomenal. And if anybody knows me, they know that I'm actually not, the biggest chainsaw fan i mm. i do respect and i like the movie but i'm also kind of critical of the movie as well because yep. i can see i see the flaws in the movie i refuse to overlook them um but that doesn't mean that i don't like it i do like the movie a lot um but yeah that's gonna be a good that's gonna be a good uh good time <laughs> watch a I think that one will be fun yeah, yeah that'll be fun I, and, and the that's the thing is like with 
Texas Chainsaw, like I've genuinely seen like virtually nothing. Oh, fantastic. Like, like Nightmare on Elm Street, like I've seen like little, not clips of the movie, but just like stuff with Freddy. Of course. And it's yeah. like yeah. with, like with Texas Chainsaw, like I don't know what the heck I'm getting into. Right. Like, yeah. Well, that's, you know, Chet, Freddy became such a pop culture, pop culture phenomenon. Yeah. Um, he became uh, Freddy Krueger became bigger than the franchise even was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we, people know who Freddy Krueger is without even having seen a movie. I.e., you, what you just said, You're like, yeah, you'd never seen a movie, but you knew who Freddy was. Um, there, shit. When I was growing up, there was a fucking nine hundred number that you yep. could call, and Freddy would tell you a scary story. Um, he, why? They, why was that uh, a thing? Because Why? he was fucking huge, man. Like, yeah. like Freddy, Freddy, big fucking pop up Kruger <laughs> was bigger than the franchise could even contain. There was Boys, a show, Freddy's Nightmares costumes. Yeah, the show. Yeah. Uh, you can watch all of Freddy's Nightmares for free on Tubi right now. Mm-hmm. So Tubi is the best. Fucking Don't plug Tubi. Service. I will plug Tubi because <laughs> Tubi's Tubi. the best streaming service. <laughs> If you don't mind watching Tubi. a couple commercials, Tubi is great. Yeah, Tubi's fantastic. Um, you can also, I mean, yeah, golly. They, and then, of course, they tried to reboot the franchise in 2010, and that did not go well. No, I, 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 I refuse to acknowledge that movie. The only good thing about <laughs> that movie is Jackie Earl Haley's performance. I would agree. That um, I, I did like the glove in the movie. I, I like how they yeah, the kind of reinvented the yeah. glove. Yeah. But beyond that, there's the some good shots. Because the guy does have a good eye, the mm-hmm. filmmaker. Um, he's a one of the greatest music video film uh, filmmakers ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and his only movie credit is that piece of shit, and it's probably not <laughs> even his fault. Yeah, uh, the writing in that movie is awful. Um, yep. They uh, some some certain you know some things are just le- better left to subtextuals, you know. Uh, and uh, they brought too much uh, of the, to the surface in regards to like his, you know, child pedophilia shit, yep. and uh, that it was just alluded to in the original franchise. And they brought way too much of that to the surface. And people don't find that scary; they find it fucking disgusting. Yeah, yeah, because it is. <laughs> it was it was coming through a little bit in this one, and I was like, yeah, wow. um, that's it was just enough. To kind of make you feel unsettled, you know, you didn't need it on the surface. Um, there was a, there was some like there the the uh, the uh, well, you've never seen the movie, so but uh, Isaiah has like the uh, the store sequence at the at the pharmacy. That's a pretty good sequence in that in that movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. But but overall, yeah, 2010 was a fucking mess for like for the whole micro nap thing could have been such a cool concept if they would have just expanded on it more. But they, I mean, yeah. beyond that scene, that was kind of the only time that they really kind yep. of went loose with it. Yeah, yeah, they could have been there. They had ideas. <laughs> <clears throat> they had ideas. Yeah, and that's about it. Um, but uh, thank you, Warren, for letting us terrorize you and torture you with uh, another scary movie and uh yeah uh i know it's only going to get worse I, it yeah. is only going to get worse from here <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it is uh because i know is. the movies are going to get really bad and like because look all right 
so like that, I can do that all day long. I could I could watch probably all of them now. Well, no, you say they get pretty crazy. But like when you start getting into like that, like uh, the I don't want to use the exorcist, but like stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, that are on that more expanded level as they've gone over the years. Like that's the stuff I can't do. Oh, we're like, gonna have to make him. We're gonna have to pick oh. a dope ass ghost story. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what. Like, like, I can't it's do this. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. 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 Yeah. No. 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 You I'm, know. Trying to, I'm trying to give him heart. No. 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 <laughs> no. No. We I found another one. Yeah, no. I think we got. Or insidious. Yeah. Insidious I had, pretty good too. I had, I have intentionally avoided the Conjuring movies the entirety of my life. Oh, like, well, you shouldn't have joined this podcast then. <laughs> well, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't have paid me. Oh, wait. Mind. Yeah. Uh, Checks in the mail, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like that, that kind of the Conjuring and the, uh, when, when they, when they start coming up with, you know, the exorcisms of Emily, Yep. Yeah, I get it because, like, like <laughs> honestly, those kind of movies still kind of freak me out because mm-hmm. I've always had like that fear of like, um, you know, something you can't really control. So like, uh, like ghosts and hauntings and that kind of shit. That that stuff still kind of freaks me out. I mean, obviously, now that I've gotten older, more like used to horror because uh, like that I couldn't watch that shit when I was a kid. But mm. now, you know, obviously, because I'm so desensitized to horror movies, it's right. like I, I can watch them, but like my heart will start racing while watching yeah. those ones because th- yeah. those ones just freak me out. That's that's when you know you're on to something good, right there. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, yeah. like, like, yeah, like let's stay in the realm of like the nun. Let's stay there. <laughs> that's you know? from the Conjuring universe, though. But but that doesn't. She doesn't look very scary. She looks like she's just bored. <clears throat> I think she looks scarier. I think nuns look scarier just as people than as demons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, but yeah, that's the kind of stuff. Like, I, like I've seen the first Insidious movie. I think I've seen the second. Okay. One. Okay. So there um, we go. We can. We don't need to worry about the Insidious movies. Maybe then. some paranormal activity. Paranormal, uh, yeah. Well, okay. I'm thinking Poltergeist, bro. That might not be a bad idea. Poltergeist. That, that one's pretty good. Because it'll say, it's, it's a little lighter. Aliens, you know, it's, little, it's, it's not as it's, And there's serious. a great family dynamic. Yep. And and it's a Steven Spielberg production. Yep. So, yeah. That might not it'll, be a bad it, one. You know, it'll, it, will, it will say, hey, the guy that made E.T. produced this. And then he's like, oh, cool. I can fucking watch little E.T. <laughs> which I finally watched. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but Yeah. Uh, okay, well, we got some out. But you know, next episode, Warren, we're gonna make you watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, what year did that come out? Nineteen seventy-four. Yeah, nineteen seventy-four. That's what I was thinking. Uh, directed by Toby Hooper. Um, written by Kim Hinkle, I believe. Uh, I wrote it. So. And I yeah, there's a reason I was born after all these movies came out. Okay. <laughs> If I was supposed to see him, I would have been born when it came out. You know, you say that, but literally the scariest film ever released came out while you were uh, in your 20s. And science proved that at one time Sinister was the scariest film ever made. And then I think science once again did did another study and the movie The Host Took the took the crown, I believe, which the host was that little hour long movie that was on Shutter. Yep, and uh, that's the one that was filmed over Zoom and shit. 
but Sinister is was considered the scariest film ever made by science, and that movie came out what two thousand well twelve something like yeah. that. Yeah, and it's got Ethan Hawke in it. So they, look forward to that in a future episode. <laughs> wow. That that's another one that got my heart racing. That's pretty good. Just. You guys are just the best of friends. Like I, <laughs> like I don't know where I would be without you two. You know that. You know that. Oh, good times. So, all right, guys. Anything that you guys want to throw out there before um, we we head on out? Warren, you just better get your shit ready because this shit's gonna get fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to join the call for this stuff to happen. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. This is true. All right, guys. Thank y'all no, so much for listening. Okay. You'll be ready. I know. You're, you're, I'll be ready. I'll you're be ready. I'll, yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank y'all so much for listening. We'll catch you all on the next episode.